You got to focus, you got to commit, and you got to concentrate. That's my training this morning. Write that down. You got to focus, you got to commit, and you got to concentrate. Those are the three things that are going to get you mentally prepared to make millions of dollars. You got to focus, you got to commit, and you got to concentrate. I don't know who told you that making a million dollars was going to be easy. If it was going to be easy, everybody would be doing it. Everybody be rich, there'd be no need to have personal growth and self-development. It would be no need to keep you inspired. You always hear me say inspired because I don't believe in motivation. Motivation is temporary. Inspiration is permanent. That's why it starts with I-N. Make sense? So inspiration comes from where? Within. You got to be inspired. These are not motivational trainings. I travel the world. People say, Brian, you're one of the best motivational speakers. And I get it. I understand what they're saying. But my job is to inspire you. Stop looking for something to come along and strike your pilot light and light you up. You light yourself up. But I'm going to tell you right now, it's hard to be in an optimum mode when you're always in an apologetic state of mind. It's hard to work in an optimum mode when you're always in an apologetic state of mind. Here's what I mean. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. I don't care how long it took you to get to your position. I don't care what you're dealing with in your personal life. The universe does not care about your excuses, so I don't either. See, this is what y'all got to understand. I'm coming hard and heavy this morning. You can't excuse your way to the top, people. I, it's a friend of mine to this day, I promise you. Every time he meets someone who knows me, like, man, I with Brian Bean when he had nothing. That's his claim to fame. He knew me when I was broke. I mean, Brian Bean used to be broke. He liked telling all my broke stories. He liked to get everybody laughing. Brian Bean had two niggas. I'd be right there with him. Boy, he ain't lying. I was broke. It's funny to me, too. Was. See, it's always somebody that has to stay behind and tell the broke stories. But see, let me, let me tell you something about me. You ain't got to tell my broke story. I keep my broke story with me. I'm not exaggerating. I brought this today to show y'all. I used to work at Bank of America. These are faded. I really hate how old these are. So y'all think I'd be lying. I had a $1.92 in one and like $21.19 in the other one. $22 to my name. Never again would this happen. I took snapshots in my ATM machine. And this has been with me almost 20 years. That's why they all faded out now. But I always remind myself, I'm never going back to broke. I'm allergic to it. That's how I stay inspired. People say, Brian, what do you do to stay motivated? Easy. Your situation should keep you inspired. Nobody got to come along and remind you of your current what? Situation. Your situation should be your inspiration. So you got to focus, you got to commit, and you got to concentrate. And anything that impedes your progress to your goal does not fit in your world at that particular time. It doesn't mean you can't pick it up and, and you got to put some stuff on the shelf. It doesn't mean you can't go get it and bring it back. It just means that right now, at this stage in my life, I'm focused. Focus is a very, very powerful thing. See, you can take a lot, a lot of you guys are working your business like fog lights. And all fog lights do is flood a particular area with light. You take that same fog light and condense it and make a laser, you can perform eye surgery. Am I right? 
Because the, because the laser, that same light condensed and, and concentrated is focused, you can do different things. You gotta work your business like a laser beam, not fog lights where you just scatter it all out and about. It don't work like that. Anybody that's filthy rich, you don't even have to be filthy rich. Anybody that's immensely successful will tell you they have focus. That's the business, guys. Let me read a sentence to you guys. I'm not a big slide person, and you don't have to write this down because it's pretty long, but I want you to hear this. Once we train our minds on focus, our on focus and our goals and desires, our minds will act like heat-sinking missiles, leading you through all the lessons you need to learn. In other words, when you focus, your mind will take you exactly where you need to be. Everybody got it? Through all the trials and tribulations and celebrations necessary for us to arrive precisely where we want to be. This is true as long as we maintain our focus. In other words, it's going to be uncomfortable on the way, but if you're so focused on the result and not the journey, that won't bother you. Brian, did some of your relationships end on your way to the top? Absolutely. Absolutely. Did some of your friendships end on the way to the top? Absolutely. Because they did not, at one point, did not understand. But remember this, guys. Everybody has to pay the price because everybody reaps the benefits of you making it. That's what people miss. So don't give me no guilt trip about the fact that I'm focused for the next five years when for the next 50 years you're going to live off my focus. Through all the trials and tribulations and celebrations necessary for us to arrive precisely where we want to be. This is true as long as we maintain our focus. People, you got to remember, you just gave this business three good years of solid running. Some of you guys haven't given the business three months of solid running. Some of you guys haven't given the business three weeks of solid running. Some of you guys haven't given the business three days of solid running. See, when I was in corporate America and I had these bank statements, these little um, snapshots with $1.92 in one, I mean, that's so low, guys, if the monthly fee come out, it cost me $36. You can't even draft the banking fee out of this. I was making, on my lunch break, I was making calls. On my, in my way, I used to, y'all that don't live in Atlanta, I live uh, exit, one exit from here. I used to work out in what's called Satellite Boulevard. That's up in an area called Duluth. For those that don't know, that's from the south side all the way to the north side. Everybody that I work with lived on the north side, but I lived on the south side. So it would take me two and a half hours in traffic moving at 20 miles an hour every day just to get to work. Then my boss had a nerve to look me in the eye and ask me why I'm not coming early. You try to get here from the airport. <laughs> then my coworkers started messing with me. It just seemed like you're not all in. I said, what you mean all in? It just seemed like, you know, you don't have no pictures of your family in your cubicle. You come right when it's time to get here. You come, you leave right when it's time to leave. It just seemed like you don't have any of your projects and stuff up on your board. I said, no, no, no. See, what you're trying to do is make work feel like home. Now, let me say this. I'm not telling you to go take your children off your cubicle. <laughs> But they were just trying to make me a little too comfortable. I don't need pictures of home up in here. I'll get home when I get home. Because if I stop missing home, I'll be here with y'all all night.
I don't need no picture of my lady. I don't need no picture of my nieces and nephews. I don't need no pictures of my house because y'all trying to make work feel like home. Now we all know the difference. I was focused. I was focused and I didn't let nothing knock me off my focus. Not friends, not family members, not neighbors, not coworkers, not, not associates. Some of you guys have not given a business three days of focus. I was calling them in traffic on the way to work. I was calling prospects on my lunch break. I was calling prospects on my way home. I had about set five hours of calls just in traffic to and from work because I was focused. I did that for 90 days and fired my boss because I was focused for 90 days. The results in this industry show up later. The problem with most people is they bring a job mentality to a business. So you want to work and then see it. And you want to work and then see it. And you want to work and then see it. And when you work and look for it, work and look for it, work and look for it, and it didn't show, and it didn't show up, you quit. Because you brought a W-2 mentality to a 1099 business. So you can't look for, see at work, when you work, in two weeks I get what? Get paid. Whether you do a good job, bad job, half show up, overtime, whatever, I work, I'm going to get what? Paid. I work, I'm going to get what? Paid. It's not like that in this business. In this business, you're suffering today because you didn't do nothing 90 days ago. That's how it works. Here's the good news. That was the old you. So if the old you was chilling December, January, February, and March, don't expect no check in April. You got to have a different mentality, guys. I'm not saying that what you put in don't come out on the next commission run. We're talking about momentum. Like working a business 90 days for free if you had to, and then a, a forest will sprout next season. That's how you got to work the business. But you can't bring the trade and time for dollars mentality to it. So if y'all want a big, big summer, you got to work like crazy in the what? In the spring. It'll show up this summer. Some of y'all going to be on yachts. Some of y'all going to buy new cars. Some of y'all going to have new houses. Some of y'all going to move before the end of this year. Because you're going to work like crazy this quarter, and you're going to have six grand a month coming in by December. But it don't happen if you're sitting around here doing nothing. All you're doing is making excuses. Excuses are tools and competent people use to build bridges. Those who dwell in them seldom amount to anything. Always remember that. Excuses are tools and competent people use to build bridges. Those who dwell in them seldom amount to anything. You cannot make excuses and money. You got to make one or the other. So my friends didn't understand. I was focused. Some of y'all are not going at the business wholeheartedly. You still got your toe in the business. You still got your heart in your previous company. You still got your mind on who left. You still got your anger in who's not here this weekend. You still got your soul wrapped up in your job. You still not understanding what's going on here. You cannot stick your toe in this business or your paycheck will look like a toenail. This is the kind of business you either in and focus or you're out. There is no gray in this business. You're either growing in the business or you're dying. Just build and don't let a bunch of people, even your uh, coworkers, friends and family members tell you that you can't make it. 
Write this down. Who are you? Since when did somebody else's opinion make, become your reality? Who are they? Who are these people? What is another human being? Who is another human being to tell me that what I'm doing is not right? So I tell people, that, especially if they don't have no money, you can't tell me nothing. And guilt is real. My friends, I'm telling you, this is the, these are the things that knock you off your focus. And I'm going to give you some tips before I, before I close this out. This is important. My friends started really giving me a guilt trip the more successful I became. In other words, the more money you start making, the guiltier you, uh, the more guilt people try to put on you. Does that make sense? Because you got to remember, as my career started to grow, I had to travel more. Traveling more means less time with y'all. I have a, a, a video called a wedding crasher. I went to a wedding one day, true story. Friend of mine got married. When I walked into the, into the wedding, everybody had an attitude. Ah, he made it. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Money made it. We ain't seen each other in 20 years. Ah, look at Mr. Money, thank glad you could join us, Mr. Money. They had a little chant, true story. Mr. Money, hey, we call him money. Hey, we call him money. Wow. Those that get to know me, not a whole lot of things shake me. I'm telling you that right now. I sat there, I just listened to them. They got a little chant, remit money, money, money. We call him money. We call him money. I just said, I said, y'all finished? Yeah. I said, why y'all tripping? Well, we just glad you could make it with some of the little people at the wedding. You ain't out doing them little things you do every Saturday. Happy to have you. See, that's that guilt. I said, you know what's funny? Yeah, you're right. I am real busy. And I did take the time to come out from the wedding. I said, but you know what's real interesting? By me being so busy, I got a youth and athletic team that I sponsor. I'm keeping a whole bunch of kids out the streets. I got a whole bunch of single moms that no longer work. I got a whole bunch of relationships that are mending because finances are no longer an issue. I got people making money in their sleep. People getting residual checks, people retiring 20 years early, people leaving their jobs, people buying new houses, people buying new cars. So y'all can get around here and do the little remix all you want, but let me ask you a question. When are you taking your honeymoon? So I just shut all this down. See, y'all gonna learn. When you listen to people, they give you ammunition. I said, when are you going on, on your honeymoon? Oh, we can't, we, 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 we ain't gonna, the wedding costs us so much. Oh! You ain't got no money. Hey, you ain't got no money. Huh? You ain't got no money. Oh! I said, not Brian, you finna, no, read me money. You ain't got no money. Don't try to make me feel guilty about nothing. I'm doing what I gotta do, you do what you gotta do. Romance without finance is a nuisance. I know plenty of marriages that end over finances. So don't come to me. See, I don't let, I don't let people put all that guilt on me. So yeah, I'm at the wedding. You need to be, be glad I'm here at the wedding because y'all might need me to do one of your motivational speeches if y'all don't make it with your broke selves. <laughs> need a little motivation in your life. See, I don't, let, I don't let people put no guilt on me. 
I never forget, man. When I first when I first got my first little exotic car, it was a Porsche 911 convertible. 21 years old. I just parked it outside. People ain't jogged all year long. All my neighbors put on spandex, guts everywhere. Oh. <laughs> Stomach just hanging out. You ain't been working out all year, and everybody want to walk the babies and dogs. They all coming down my wall. Oh. It is working. Then they want to come over to my house. Brian, what happened, man? You got, I said, you got your nice little Porsche, man. What you doing? I said, it's the phone thing. I told you all about, man, months ago, maybe about a year ago now. You never called us back. You wasn't who I was looking for. That's why. I called you once. One of my friends told me, you ain't tell me hard enough. <laughs> I said, what you mean you ain't tell me? Man, I called you. I called you back. I said, I was going to come get you, bring you to the meeting. But see, now you see the results of last year's work. Now everybody want to hop in and get the good things. It don't work like that. That car was bought last year. You seeing it this year. So now you want to get in now to see, see most people, broke people got to see to believe. Wealthy people believe then see. I hate to interrupt. I hate to interrupt. I hate to interrupt. But don't you want me to pay the bills? You want the show to stick around, right? This segment was sponsored by the Instincts Training Series. Now, what is that? You ever wonder why a duck does not have blood vessels in his feet? You ever wonder why a polar bear or a brown bear or a black bear take care of their young to the death like any mother would? You ever wonder why a cheetah has a really long tail? You ever wonder why a rhino has birds on his back? You ever wonder why a praying mantis has a thousand eyes? I could go on and on and on, but the Instincts Training Behavioral Series will show you how to reach your full potential as God's highest creation. That's right. You're the most intelligent form on the planet, but you're the weakest emotionally. I'll show you guys how to tap into your instincts and reach your full potential and be more productive personally and professionally. Visit BrianNBean.com. That's BrianNBean.com for a free keynote and tap into your instincts today. Now back to the episode. You got it? So I don't let a whole bunch of friends give me no guilt trips. I told them straight up at the wedding. I said, now you need to go on and get married now, because I'm telling you, I crashed your wedding. This ain't, this ain't, I'm not the one for you to be trying to make feel guilty. Because here's what's interesting. When people play baseball, if you're a professional baseball player, and you're on the road 192 days out of 365, you know what your friends say? Hey. That's what you do for a living. You're a professional what? Athlete. When you're an, uh, a, a fireman and you got to maybe uh, go to the station and you might have to work the third shift and it's, let's say, I don't know, uh, midnight to 8 a.m. and you got to kiss your wife on the cheek and say, hey, baby, I got to go down to the station. People understand because that's your profession. When you're in the military and you got to get shipped to uh, overseas and you get stationed around and you can't make everybody's wedding and you can't make everybody's funeral, people say, you know what, that's fine because he's stationed overseas, so he's not going to be able to come back and come to your Johnny's little graduation. Right? When you got two jobs and you got a part-time job at night and you got a full-time job during the day and your friends don't see you, don't nobody make you feel guilty, man. You're always working. They say, man, you know what? When I had three jobs, I was a good, strong black man. Three jobs, keep going, brother. And you in school, you keep going, brother. That's going to pay off. Get your own business. Don't nobody want to tell you nothing. See, if I tell my friends, look, I'm, I'm training Saturday morning, man. I ain't going to be able to make that wedding. Oh, so the business come before the friendship. I didn't say that. I said this date came before that date. <laughs> so don't try to make me feel guilty. 
Look, if I can't make your wedding, if I can't make your funeral, if I can't make your bar mitzvah, if I can't make your graduation, it has nothing to do with my love for you. Nothing. See, society put all that on you. Well, you gonna miss the graduation? Yeah, yeah, I gotta work that weekend. Yeah, yeah. If I was in the military, would you say that? No. If I was in the military and I was going overseas and I couldn't get back, I, because then it's understood I am working. If I was a professional athlete and that weekend we were playing the Orioles or the Dodgers in LA, you wouldn't be like, well, you, you can't make it, I have a game. For some reason, entrepreneur don't get that love. You need to know that. You need to know that. Entrepreneurship is a different journey. You know why? Because see, in the military, it's guaranteed. You're getting a what? Check. So they believe in you. And when you go to college and school and work jobs, that's supposed to be guaranteed what? T. So they believe in you. When you're a fireman, you put your life on the line, you work third shift, but you're taking time away from the kids because you've got to sleep during the day, they believe in you because you get a paycheck. The reason people make you feel guilty, they don't believe in you. Because they don't know if this is going to work. So you missing my bar mitzvah, my graduation, and my wedding, and I'm not so sure your business is going to work. So you know what I did? I made sure it worked. Now everybody want to come back. Ron, boy, you always, boy, in high school, you were voted most likely to succeed. <laughs> now, see, everybody want to be a fortune teller. If it don't work, I told you. If it worked, boy, you always were, especially when you were born, you had a little gray streak when you were little. <laughs> little gray streak on the side. Yo, boy, your grandma knew, always knew you were going to be something, boy. The entrepreneur, see, the entrepreneur don't get those breaks. The entrepreneur don't have that luxury of having everybody support you because people don't believe that you're going to stick around. So if you miss my wedding and you quit, I got a problem with that. So I had to make sure I made it so everything I missed could nobody say nothing. Now they proud. You ain't even together no more. <laughs> See? Spent more money on the wedding than you did the marriage. See, I don't let people, I don't let people put them guilt trips on me. You got to be tough. You got to be tough. A lot of y'all got sheepskin. First thing poked, you just, man, man. <laughs> Every time you come to me whining, that's what I'm going to say. So don't bring it. I'm going to say, man. <laughs> Commitment. Write this down. Commitment is doing what you said you would do long after the feeling you had when you said it is gone. Commitment is doing what you said you would do long after the feeling you had when you said it is gone. That's what commitment is. People, you're going to commit to something. But people commit to two, one of two things. They either commit to success and high achievement or they commit to convenience and comfort. Never commit to convenience and comfort. That will always keep you broke. You can't commit to convenience and comfort. You gotta commit to success and high achievement. See, while I was committed to success and high achievement, my friends were committed to convenience and comfort. 
And y'all don't know, I grew up on both sides of the track. So I know what the street life is like, and I know what the education is like. I got my degree from Morehouse College in 97, but the projects was in my backyard with crack cocaine, stolen cars, people fighting. I've been shot at. I've been in shootouts the whole nine. So I got both sides in me. I had to leave the people that were committed to convenience and comfort, and I had to commit myself to success and high achievement. That was a choice I had to make. So I wasn't going to end up like a lot of my friends. I had to leave them. I didn't grow up in the projects. I grew up in a nice little house. I grew up, it was real interesting because the projects were in my backyard, literally. So if I wanted to go get into some trouble, I just hopped the fence. My backyard was the boundary. So I had a decision to make at an early age where I want to go. You got a decision to make right now what you want to do. You got to make a decision. Write this down. I know what to do, now do what you know. A lot of y'all know what to do, but you can't do what you know. You're not doing what you know. I'm telling you guys, always remember, I have a trainer called the politics of language. The politics of language is where I break down different words and I explain what different words mean. And I give you a, a, a connotation to them. IDE means death. Anytime you see IDE, that means death. Suicide, right? Hama what? Side. Right? Anytime you see pesta, pesta what? Side, it means something is being put to death. Decide means you need to kill your decisions, your, your, your lack of decision. To decide something means to make a choice here and to kill something else. I decided to leave my circle. I drowned myself with my network marketing and entrepreneur buddies. I didn't see some of my friends for years because I was committed to success and high what? Achievement, why they were committed to convenience and comfort. So it was comfortable to sell drugs. It was comfortable to go to jail. It was comfortable to hang out with all the girls. It was comfortable to wash your little car all weekend. It was comfortable to play basketball all night. I'm talking about, y'all, we used to play ball all night long. When the sun went down, we had a candle in one hand shooting with the other hand. All night long. So I had to make a what? Decision. To decide means to kill something else and support something else. You got to commit to that. So I got mad at my situation and I decided to commit to, con to success and high achievement. Y'all commit to convenience and comfort. Every last one of them still where they were. Not some of them. I got my little uppity intern and corporate American buddies too. Every last one of them still where they were. See, this business is like a rocket ship or spaceship or space shuttle. You have to burn most of the fuel at the beginning and you can coast the rest of your life. But the fuel, most of that fuel that they put in those shuttles is to break the gravitational pull and get it out of the atmosphere. After that, it's smooth sailing. The hard part is the beginning, because it's just you. So you got to burn the afterburners now, and you will coast for the rest of your life. I'm telling you what I know. Some of y'all are not going to make it, because you're going to find a reason to quit. My question to you is, what did you decide to do other than focus on your future. And then my next statement to you is, I sure hope it's worth it. 
I hope it's worth it. What did you decide to focus on other than your future that was worth you quitting this? And then my next statement to you is, I hope it was worth it. People say, Brian, I'm going through some stuff. You don't understand, I'm just going through some stuff. Yeah, but you've been going through it since I met you. When are you going to get through it? Write this down. When are you going to get through what you've been going through? I'm just going through something. You don't understand my plight. I'm just going through something. When are you going to get through it? You've been going through it since we met. That's an excuse. That's an excuse. Because you know why? You committed to convenience and comfort. See, your mind is incredible. Even when you're going through something, your body and your mind will make the adjustments. And, and when your mind gets comfortable, you'll get comfortable going through it. So you just keep going through it. Man, I've been going through the divorce for a minute. I know, because you're comfortable going through it. The painful part is not going through the divorce. See? Man, you don't understand. I've been going through this stuff at the job. I know. So you're comfortable. You're comfortable going through it at the job. The painful part is making the decision no longer to go through it. See? So your mind and your body so amazing, it'll even adjust the things that it ain't supposed to adjust to. Because that's what it does. So if you get focused on convenience and comfort, you're going to be real comfortable where you're at. And don't, just don't get mad when your accounts are real comfortable. I'm telling y'all, man, I've been through a lot. I could talk to y'all for hours about what you're going to have to go through. But I can't, I can't make that journey for you. Only you know your situation. You know your situation. I know I was broke, made millions, lost all my money in my 20s. Not because I was frivolous. I just didn't understand taxes and got audited, all kind of stuff. Got sick, all kind of stuff. Relationship, my best friend was killed, all kind of stuff. All kind of stuff. So you ain't going through nothing different. Everybody in here got a journey. Raise your hand if you got a story. So the question becomes, how's your story going to end? Everybody got a little journey and story. We don't want to hear about your excuses. We all got journeys and story. Brian, you understand? I grew up in foster care. Brian, you understand? My mom left me. Brian, you understand? I was in a relationship. Brian, you understand? I do understand all that. Those are the tests that the man upstairs will give you to see if you're worth the reward he has in store for you.